Hello, this is Champ 180, and I'm your host, your helper and friend, Adam Childress. If you're listening and expecting a kumbaya session on what you want to hear, this may not be the show for you. We are committed to encouraging and developing champion-like individuals who desire to learn, grow, improve, and the five core areas of champ. I'm real, transparent, and say what's on my mind with no fluff or puff. So listen up, because today is your day. Stay tuned. You're now listening to part two of Who is Eric Rhodes? Enjoy, and thank you for listening. So with that, like you said, you said something about lack of, uh, you're struggling with confidence and courage, right? And now all this has taken place. Is there some advice that you can give those people that are just trying to start out, not necessarily in the entertainment or DJ or whatever you do, but something else, something they want to the tackle in life, but they're just that courage and that confidence is just keeping them down. Overcoming any fear and insecurities you have, like just take them head on. Uh, a couple things that I've done. One was earlier in my career, say 2013, 2014, I had this fear of public speaking <laughs> and I was doing weddings. Very minimal mic work. It was embarrassing now to think about, mm -hmm. but I knew I had to overcome it. So I uh, went to Toastmasters and I was like, that. okay. That. Yeah. So I did that for about four years wow. and I went from, and actually 2013, I went at the beginning. It was like, I said it as like a beginning of the year, you know, new year's resolution. I'm going to go to this Toastmasters class. I went, sat in the parking lot and wouldn't go inside because mm -hmm. I was so afraid. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Took me another year to finally do it. Showed up in 2014, terrified, wouldn't really talk, but I was like, all right, I'm going to sign up. And I signed up and then uh, just overcame that fear over time. And I ended up winning speech contests, became president of the club for a while. And I just found myself that. And I realized that once I overcame that fear and that real big insecurity that really could do anything because mm -hmm. that was holding me back a ton. Um, and so I really started to put myself out there and uh, yeah. And then the second thing I did is, uh, there's this program, which is a lot of people think it's very extreme and it kind of is, but, um, I think it's helped me a ton. My life has changed since I've been doing this program. It's called 75 hard and it's a mental toughness program and it's allowed me to really just I don't know how to describe it. It just made me really like tough inside and confident and not it's hard to describe. You're just sharing what you've gone through in hopes that someone will glean to that, even just one person yeah. to change someone's life for the better. Um you're better in yourself. You're giving yourself more wisdom, more knowledge. I mean to do um Toastmasters. Yeah. I did that not very long because uh, COVID hit and then it stopped at my work. They were offering it at my work. And so um, it was great. But you took it and you, were beca you became the um, president. Mm -hmm. It's amazing. You went from someone in the parking lot that was, had, <sighs> that was scared to go in there, which I understand because it took me months to actually do it myself. But you're building confidence. And to do that, you have to step out of your comfort zone. And it's hard. But that's where, if you want to be somewhere, if you want to go somewhere and do something that you never thought you could do, 
You have to step out and do it. Just push. Step out of your comfort zone. What's holding you back? It's so true. Um, you know, after I joined and started to build that confidence, I started to purposely put myself in situations that I didn't want to be in. So joining, say, a speech contest, in, this is just Toastmasters, but I would, I would say, all right, I don't really want to do the speech contest because I'm kind of afraid. That means I should do it. Mm-hmm. Um, there were speaking opportunities and other things going on in the DJ world on that side of things. And if it ever came up and it kind of scared me, I'd go, okay, I should probably do that. So I've started to approach, I started to approach life that way, that if it kind of scared me, then I should probably do it. And that's helped me build up my confidence. That's good. And that's, that's sort of where 75 hard comes in is you're putting yourself in these uncomfortable situations that are hard to do. But then once you realize you can do it, it just, it's like a little notch, a little bit, you're just a little bit braver. You're a little bit stronger, a little bit here, here. And you just continue to like compound over time that, that, that belief and that strength and courage and all of that and it gets you out there i love that that program what you would you call it the 75 hard 75 hard is this a program that you came up with no it's by andy frisella but it's he owns a company called first form mm-hmm. for supplements and but he's had he's like world-renowned uh, podcaster and such not for everybody he's got some pretty harsh language and such <laughs> but uh but his message is good and he created this program because he realized there was no he wanted to teach people how to be mentally tough, but he realized there was no program to do it. So over years trying to build this thing, it finally clicked for him. And what it is is 75 days, basically being strict. Two workouts a day, both have to be at least 45 minutes. One has to be outside, no matter the weather, no matter what. It could be 100 degrees outside. It could be freezing cold and snowing sideways. You have to do it every day for 75 days. Tornado. <laughs> yeah. I mean, be smart. You know. <laughs> yeah. I'll get struck by lightning. But uh, yeah, so it, there are other things in there. Reading every day, reading 10 pages, drinking a gallon of water, choosing a, a healthy diet and sticking to that diet, no deviations for 75 days, uh, things like that. And it's hard. I'm, a, I'm in the middle of it right now. I'm in day 28. So I've done it a few times. And uh, I just feel good when I do it. And great things have come from it. Yeah. I believe you see the results of your actions. You know, several months later mm-hmm. and I've noticed that once I've locked into something and I've really worked hard, I, I sort of, like you mentioned, you reap what you sow. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've seen that you come do. to fruition. It's wild. Uh, <laughs> you have to be patient too. You know, you're not going to get a result. Part. It is. People want to change. And it kind of, this is kind of going into what I want to tell you. There's a thing with diets. I like lifestyle change and it looks like that you're pursuing that lifestyle change. You know, you're pushing yourself out. You're doing stuff that whatever scares you, I'm well, fine. If it, if it freaks me out, I'm going to go out there and conquer that fear. You know, I've always told my kids that. Face it. Face your giants, you know. Um, I've mentioned a couple of things, uh, numerous things. I love that. Very inspiring. Thank you. you. Know? I know it's inspiring to me, but it's inspiring to a lot of people. I know that listening to this podcast. So I hope they take it and run with it, take the reins. So, you know what? I want to change. I want to change. I'm going to do something that scares me and pursue it or a goal, a career. You know, it's about changing the world, serving people, you know? Yeah. I hope so. Uh, 
I mean, what else do you have? We have one one life to live, right? You do that we're aware of. <laughs> uh, why not just go for it? Like, what really do you have to lose? Not trying, because there's a lot of people that are guilty for not. They're older, and I hear this often that they wish they would have done more in life. So we're young, you know. I feel like we're young. Yeah, forty-seven. Um, yeah, I'm forty. I just turned forty-three. So young. Age is a state of mind, you know. But keep exercising. Keep your mind, your body, physical, spirit, and you know you can last a long time. You know. I think so. Um, wow, that's good. That's awesome. So, Eric. If you could go back and give your 18-year-old self one piece of advice, what would it be? Any advice you would give yourself in the beginning of the journey that you're on? Hmm, any advice? You know, I, I feel like I goofed around a lot in my 20s. <laughs> <laughs> and that's, you know, I don't have a lot of regrets, but part of me wishes I would have taken taken things that I... I wish I would have taken my life a little more seriously mm -hmm. back then, uh, and I would have been much farther ahead. But it's all part of the journey. So I don't know. I think I would have. I think it would have been to, per, you know, I think it goes back to what I mentioned earlier about overcoming fear. Mm -hmm. That is something I didn't figure out until I was in my 30s. And I, I would really push that hard on my 18-year-old self to really figure out how to get over those fears and build confidence and, and do those things early on. Yeah, focus on something, your career or earlier or doing what you do in just an early age. Yeah. You know, can you imagine where you would be now? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. You know, I, I think I try not to get in my head, but sometimes I'm like, man, you're 43, like. You know, there are people doing what you're doing and they're in their twenties. Why did you, you know, I try that gets caught up in my head. I'm like, no, you can't think that way. You can't think that way. Cause it doesn't matter. Yeah. It doesn't, it like does no good. Uh, but if I had to go back, it would be chase your dreams mm -hmm. and just go for it. And if you don't have what you need either inside or whatever resource, like just figure it out and go get it. Cause I didn't have that when I was younger. Uh, yeah. Think about it. Elliot. At least you're doing something because what if you were wasting your forties, you know? Totally. Yeah. You're doing something. Yeah. So it's never too late. It is never too late. Uh, you know, I, I just saw some posts a little while back. It was about all of these, uh, I think actors, maybe some musicians, I think it had entrepreneurs too, who started late, like after their forties. I think Samuel L. Jackson didn't get his first role until he was in his forties. That's true. Um, uh, you know, KFC, what's uh, Colonel Sanders? Colonel Sanders. He was like yeah. in the 60s when he started KFC. I know he tried, to, like that. He tried to sell his recipe to a th over a thousand restaurants, owners. Can you imagine if he gave up on the first five? Right. Right. But yeah, it's never too late. It's never, yeah, it's never too late. There there was a lady, I did a, I did a speech for Toastmasters once about this and I remember talking, I might forget some of the details, but she didn't, she was a smoker until, gosh, 50s. Mm -hmm. She decided she wanted to quit smoking, had never run, was never a runner. And she decided, I want to start running. And she ended up becoming this like world class for her age runner, long distance runner, and ran for like 20 years. No way. In her 70s. 
and like won these races and did all these things, but she didn't start until she was in her fifties and was a heavy smoker for so many years. But that puts it into perspective too. Like if you start something at 55 and you live, you know, let's say till 95, you still have 40 years. Yeah, you do. But what can you do in 20? I mean, 20 years ago, I was 23. That feels like forever ago. I know. <laughs> so there's a lot that can be done. It went by fast, too. But it goes by fast, in yeah. Tw- in 20 years, we're, go- we're going to be in our 60s, and that's, that's going to go by really fast. Makes you feel like a sense of urgency. And I think especially for you, because what you're about to encounter in the next uh, year or two, you know, it's going to go really fast for you. So enjoy life. Enjoy your kids, you know, because how- your kids are how old? Yeah, they're 11 and 8. So it's, yeah, it's a journey now trying to balance all of it. But family's priority. Yeah. So, uh, we're make, yeah, we're making it work. But, I, yeah. That's good. It's tough Yeah, it is. to try to balance it all. Because I'm excited about my business. But then I'm like, I'm excited about my kids. And, I, you know, I was doing all these weddings. And I missed some, you know, soccer, or not soccer, baseball games. Uh, I <laughs> you know? No, I understand that. You yeah, know, it's, it's, uh, it's a struggle. I understand. You, you do have to balance it. You know, I don't know if it's part of that book or part of that regiment that you're talking about. There's a book called um, The 5 a.m. Club. People that wake up at 5 a.m. are more apt to be successful, get things done, more successful, um, more energetic, more joy, you know. And so I started doing that. And it, it does work. You know, you get things done. Yeah. You know, exercise in the morning and you burn the calories all, all day. That's so. awesome. Yeah, I get up 5, 5.30 for the most part. I slipped for a while and was getting up later. And I noticed that I wasn't quite the same person. Yeah. I, like I like waking up and reading and yes. devoting some time to be feeling grateful and, you know, journaling. Like there's things that it, it just really sets the day. It sets the tone for the day. And then you, I go exercise. You just hit it on the head. Grateful. Mm-hmm. There's got to be more gratitude in this life, you know, like, but totally brings joy. Yeah. I love that. That's true. Yeah. I think I lacked a lot of gratitude when I was a little bit younger and that made me a little bit, I don't know, just more of a negative person. I think we all do. I'm yeah. in my 20s and teens, you know, that entitlement, you know, <laughs> and you're invincible. And, um, but when you get older, you, you're more wise and you're more serving to others, put others first um, and you have more gratitude. Absolutely. Thank you for the air I breathe because we're not guaranteed our next breath for sure. I don't mean to go dark on us, but uh, I just had a text from a friend, a high school friend last night that he's like, hey, did you hear about so-and-so? No. Uh, 43 years old, uh, healthy, running a real estate, two real estate companies. Uh, just like a fun, energetic guy. He just has had a heart attack in his sleep. No. Oh. Yeah, that's terrible. I didn't know him that well. I remember him from high school, but yeah. um, I knew he was a good guy, and it just you just never know. And that put it in perspective, like man, oh, that does. You just you think you're healthy and good, you know? You, <laughs> you just don't know when it's gonna happen. So it's like every day's got to be, man. You got to just live it. Yeah, make sure you don't have those uh, quarrels with your family or friends. You know, make sure you kiss your kids goodnight, tell your wife you love her. And- <laughs> I know. I called my mom this morning. I'm like, I got to, yeah, I got to call her. Yeah, I haven't talked to her in a while. It's like, okay. Wow. <laughs> See, that's good. You, yeah. You know, we hear those things and maybe dark, yes, but it pushes us to do what we actually need to do on a daily basis, mm-hmm. if not weekly. 
Yeah, it's a reminder. Stay in touch with family. Wow, thanks for sharing that. Uh, So what is your uh, biggest challenge right now that you're facing in your business venture or personal? The challenges is always good. How you overcome those challenges will help other people with their challenges. Yeah, so I have a lot of exciting things happening right now. And the growth in my business, I'm now on this sort of next level of conquering some fears. Going back to that, right? Yes. Uh, So there are a bunch of challenges. One is that, trying to be like, okay, I'm at this new level and I have to start feeling comfortable in my own skin at this level. So I'm trying to grow into this because it happened very fast. Um, So building, getting into that. Then um, I'm in this whole new level. I don't know how to manage it. You know, when Warren G's manager comes and calls me, I don't know. Am I going to get taken advantage of here? I don't know. I'm not in this. This is not my arena. That's true. Yet. You do have to have discernment. So now it's trying to find people who can help me. and That's good. Um, so that's that's my big challenge is finding the right people who can help me navigate this whole thing so that I don't make too many mistakes. I mean, mistakes are good because you can learn from them. But at the same time, I don't want to – I want to be smart about everything – every move I make. So there's that. And then there's with this, all this travel balancing that out with family mm-hmm. and making sure that well, the relationship with my wife is still good and that I'm there for my kids. Mm-hmm. So just trying to be smart and delicate about how I, the things that I book and the That's places true. I go. And, uh, yeah. Like being here. <laughs> yeah. This is good. Though. I like this. This is fun. Um, yeah. We're here to serve others and hopefully that, this is a good uh, thing to be at. So that's it. Yeah. You know, it's got to be, I think the things that I do have to align with my values and such. That is true. And if it's going to benefit others, you good use of time. There you go. Thank you. Yeah. A good steward of your time and your resources. And you know, like you said, there's wisdom in seeking counsel. I wanted to tell you that there's wisdom in seeking counsel on what you're encountering, the the journey that you're facing, you're experiencing, okay? Mm-hmm. So when you say that you're asking other people for advice, there's wisdom in that, and I love that. People need to hear that. People don't need to be think that they can be arrogant and think, you know what, hey, I think I can got this. I can handle this. We've seen so many of those people crash and burn. So it's good that you're seeking counsel and something that at this volume at this magnitude yeah <laughs> i mean uh, yeah i don't th- i can't imagine not doing that and getting help i mean i have this network of djs across the nation and i've reached out to, you know, we have this facebook group and i'm like hey i think i need i think i need some help who knows who or where do i start blah 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 so i've gotten some help there i went on instagram and this random guy who followed me said my content was cool in a dm uh I went to his page. Uh, I don't remember why. I think his name intrigued me. So I went to his page and it was kind of vague, but it looked like he worked in the record industry. Um, I think he had pictures of him with some artists. So I'm like, okay, who's this guy? I just randomly messaged him today. I'm like, this is a little weird, but do you know any, like, where should I start on navigating this journey? Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, he kind of gave me the runaround at first, and then and then he started opening up. What 
and a, a little conversation led to him saying, try this, this guy, this company. So I looked at, researched it, saw this podcast that he was on for DJs. And I've been listening to it for the last hour and a half before I got here. And it's opened up my whole world because he's talking about exactly on this podcast what I need to hear about how to find a talent agent and all of this stuff. Like I'm learning a bunch. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is exactly what I needed. And he sort of casually mentioned this guy. And uh, so I've reached out to him and hopefully I get an email back. But anyway, had I not just... Because it felt weird to message this guy. Yeah. I didn't even know. <laughs> but had I, but, but again, I'm like, screw it. What do I have to lose? You're fair, remember? And so I know that good things happen. I just, I feel like good things will happen if I just, like Nike says, just do it. Yep, that's and true. so I did. I just messaged the guy and something cool happened. And now I'm, it's opened up my world in the last couple hours. <laughs> uh, well, that's uh, actually with that slogan that Nike, someone's asked, if someone asked you in 20 years, of all the stuff that you will accomplish, if someone says, how'd you do it? Just do it. Just do it. Just do it. Just get out there. It's really it. It's a great slogan. It's, it's overly used, but it's so true. Just take action is what it is. Just take action. So Eric, define character, attitude, and performance. What it means to you. What are some tools and tips and tricks you've found helpful in your field? when you define character, attitude, and performance? I mean, I just don't think I would be on the path that I am, which is a very great path for me, Mm -hmm. if I didn't have strong character and values. Mm -hmm. I'm not always positive, but I try to be positive, and I think having a positive attitude and a belief, the attitude that good things are going to happen, even on the rough days, you have to have that and then performance i think that's showing up taking action but also in relation to my business i've always tried to be a better performer when i hear performance i think of me as an actual dj as mm-hmm. an mc right and i went from terrified of public speaking to um doing toastmasters to taking these extensive workshops to be a a wedding MC, a storyteller, an announcer. Like I've really spent a lot of money and time and effort and energy working on that aspect of my performance. I'm still working on, I'm taking DJ scratch courses and performance courses. So I'm always trying to get better as I go. And that just is uh, I attribute a lot of my success so far to that. So that's what character, attitude, and performance means to me. And it's it's you got to have all three. Yeah. Well, I'm thinking as you're talking, Eric, that uh, all the stuff that you've gone through, your business and stuff like that, the 5.0 reviews that you have, the 1.1 million followers that you have on TikTok. Now, listen, those three things that you mentioned that you excel in. If you excelled in two of them and really failed on one of them, if you think about it, you wouldn't be where you're at. If you had a good attitude, good performance, but your character is not really trustworthy. Trustworthy character, your attitude stinks. You're negative, but your performance is good. You're still going to hit bumps. 
you wouldn't hit the that level of where you're at. Even performance. You could have good character and attitude, but if your performance stinks, same thing. You're not going to be where you're at. So those three are very vital into anybody that's wanting to achieve a dream or succeed in something. Yeah, I've never thought about those three terms in that way and how they work together. And but it makes that makes absolute sense. Yeah, you'd have to like what you said is is spot on. And I've never I maybe I got lucky for working on those things without really realizing that's what I was doing, you know, strategically. I think it developed over the years and, you, and people don't know it. And you want to excel it. You saw the uh, benefits of having a good attitude. Oh, good character. Oh, good performance. Wow, this is what I get for this. Yeah. And you, then you keep building on that and get better and better and better. Totally. So I'll have a last question, uh, Eric. And then um, you have accomplished so much in your profession. What are some things you still desire to do or accomplish in this lifetime? Ooh. Well, Professionally, I want to hit some big stages mm-hmm. and perform as a as a DJ. Uh, I want to, you know, I have some massive financial goals that I want to reach. I have, mm-hmm. um, so there's that. But then there's also I want to travel. I want to take my kids to travel the world. I want to, I want them to see other countries, and I want to see. Uh, I want to see other countries. I want to visit this vast land that an earth that we live on mm-hmm. outside of Idaho. And I've done a little bit of that. Um, but I want to, I want to see the world. So there's, there's that aspect and I want to do it with my family. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, perform it like not performance, but athletically, I think I'm too busy right now, but down the road, I would love to do some, some Ironman competitions and things like that. That really awesome. challenge my soul that would. <laughs> physically because <laughs> uh, I'd, I'd love that kind of punishment That's and, awesome. and the reward that you get from it mm-hmm. so uh, you know I don't have a ton of specifics but I, d- I do know that there are lots of things still left to, no, that's to really learn good. and do. Yeah. yeah, that's good. Good answer, uh, especially with family. You want, you want to experience, you want to enjoy life and experience life with them, you know, so that they can benefit from it and they can glean from you. And they can uh, take the baton. Like, wow, dad's doing amazing things. I look up to him because, you know, he's trying new things. Even though he's fearful maybe in some things or lack of confidence, he's struggling. A lot of things that we all struggle with, but you're pursuing things. You're still doing it. You're still providing for your family. You're still coming up with new things. You're not staying idle, just doing weddings one day a week. Mm -hmm. I'm good. You know, I'm good. No, you're getting yourself out there. You're putting yourself, you're becoming an asset to the world. Thanks. And I love that. Um, I think, like I said before, you're an inspiration just listening to you talk and all the stuff that you want to experience in your life and you keep going. I love the fear factor where you, it's a hurdle, but you jump over it, whether you're you fall, you get up, you put the hurdle back up. I'm going to jump over this. I'm going to do it physically, mentally, and spiritually. Yeah. So I love that. Thank you. Yeah. And just to add to what, what was said too, you, you mentioned how I'm inspiring people. And that's, that's one of my goals too, is to eventually help others. I'm not sure how that looks yet, but 
through coaching, whether it's helping DJs or just mentoring people in some fashion, I think giving back is really important. And that's part of my long-term plan too. That's what people, that's how people are, are loved and admired is what they do for others. That's huge. And less self, more others. Are people that are selfless can do so much for people. They have more joy, more hope, more happiness in their life. And they influence so many people by doing that. Yeah. So, well, Eric, uh, thank you so much for being here. It was a pleasure having you on. I love what you had to share. And I am sure our listeners learned something new today, if not many things. So thank you so much for being here today. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. It was a pleasure. Thank you for listening to Champ 180 Podcast. Remember to champ up and champ on. So Eric, where can uh, people find you online to get more information? Yeah, so on TikTok, that's the fun platform. That's uh, at DJ Eric Rhodes. And actually, everything social is pretty much DJ Eric Rhodes. Instagram, um, I have a cool Mixcloud page where people can stream all my, my mixes that I'm doing. Um, so that's D-J-E-R-I-C-R-H-O-D-E-S. I also have a website if you're interested in booking you know, weddings or events, and that's RhodesEntertainment.com. Thank you so much for listening to the Champ 180 podcast. I really appreciate your time and tuning in. Again, this is Adam Childress, but I'd like to leave you with a few things to uh, live by daily. And is be thankful, be kind, believe in yourself, never give up, help others, cherish family and friends, do your best, listen with your heart, laugh often, and love lots. Until next time, God bless.